Hello, humans of the earth, and thank you for joining us on this wonderful day. My name is Dana. And my name is Heidi. And this is Fun Times with Dana and Heidi. Today we will be discussing some of the latest positive news stories, but first we have our wonderful Tweet of the Week. And this tweet comes from at WeOneBoy. And we one boy. We one boy. Like I think it's from SpongeBob, like where Patrick is like, I wombo, you wombo. You know that part? I don't remember. I haven't watched SpongeBob in a very long time. And I think it's just like ingrained in my memory from how much I watched it as a child. The tweet says, If you sweat in a sweater, aren't you the sweater? And as soon as I read this tweet, I just like sat down and started thinking about like this strange sweater paradox i was very confused heidi do you have any thoughts i didn't realize that this was such a thought until i found the tweet that dana put onto the outline and i was like hmm i guess you are the sweater if yeah you do sweat item is labeled a sweater but because it makes you sweat because it's like warm and stuff but if yeah. you sweat inside the sweater, then you're the sweater. So who's the real sweater? I always thought that the reason why they called sweatpants sweatpants is because you sweat in them. Yeah, so you sweat in them. But the sweatpants thing is a different discussion. But this is something else. Very Something to think about. Something to have in your mind today. Okay, so just let go of your troublesome worries and think about the sweater paradox. And who who came first, the sweater or the sweater? <laughs> so who came first, sweater or the sweater? <laughs> yes. So Heidi is going to tell us about her wonderful news story. So Heidi, go ahead. Hello. Yes. So today we're going to be starting off with our first news story, and this is an article from MSN, and it came with a video. So I also watched the video as well. I don't know. I'm pretty much of a visual learner i like to see things out rather than anything else but yeah so i was watching this video and a stafford county elementary school principal was involved in on a in a head-on collision car accident she was so lucky because the car behind her was filled with three local high school students former and graduated but they were all they were all like a mix so there were some still in school some already graduated but there was three of them in behind her and she was very lucky, Miss Mrs. Wardlow and her husband, when they got out of the, well, they were actually pulled out of the vehicle by these three high school students. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you are very shocked when you're getting to, when you get into a car accident, because you're like, what just happened, like, actually? Yeah. And on, in the video, they showed some pictures of the damages between her, the, the principal's car and the other car, and it was pretty bad. Like, their bumper was not non-existent, and it, they were, it was pretty banged up. Mm-hmm. So you could tell that she got, like, probably, like, whiplash or something. Yeah. But the three students, Nicholas, Avery, and Olivia, kept her calm and was talking to her throughout the thing because her husband wasn't very injured, but she was very... Like, she had chest pain, so she was having some trouble breathing. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about the health health world or whatever, if you think someone has a concussion or, or any type of damage to the brain, you want to keep them awake so 
they don't daze out, you know? So the students were telling her, like, asking her questions, like, hey, how are you? Does this hurt? Blah, 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 blah. And obviously, Mrs. Wardlow, oh my gosh, I can't say her name properly. Mrs. Wardlow was like, yes, I'm okay, but I'm having some trouble breathing. And can I hold your hand? She asked one of the students. And the students was like, yeah, sure. And she said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm squeezing your hand so hard. And he said, you can squeeze it my heart. My, you can squeeze my hand as hard as you want. And I was like, wow, wow. Yes, they're such good apples, you know? They're good they're students. They're such good apples. They're good children. And a lot of people, when they witness a car accident, they either call 911 or they just move on to their way, hoping that they. Yeah, they try to like drive away also. Yeah. I've seen and- some people do that. I've seen some people, like, there was like a, a car crash. And then, like, the witnesses, they just kind of, like, drive away. They're like, bye. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I don't blame them because not everyone is able to see such tragic event. Yeah. But, but a lot of people... students were brave enough to, like, go and help their principal. So that's really cool. They basically went into the war zone. I guess yeah. that's how you can say that. And they stayed with her till the end. They didn't just say, hey, you're hiding and, and leave. They just stayed there till the end. And, th- and I thought that was really sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I totally agree with you. So that's very sweet. And I love that very much. And now we are going to move on to our next news story. And so this one, I think this one's very cute. You know, I like the vibe that it gives me. And so when COVID-19 hit, Virginia Sharp, a small business owner, knew that she had to think outside of the box because, of course, she couldn't have her shop in person because of the whole a quarantine thing that happened obviously now it's different or at least in texas but at the moment you know her business was suffering she needed to f- figure out a creative way to like keep it alive and so during quarantine she decided to move her shop from brick and mortar so like physically to social media and as we all know social media is a very powerful tool especially for marketing and i'm just going to do a shameless plug here go follow us at, at fun times wdh so you can see the true power that it holds. But, and see more um, memes. Yes, and see our wonderful memes. But anyway, back to the story. So she moved her shop from a physical, like a physical shop to social media. And kind of like an Etsy sort of deal. So every Friday, she hosts her own live fashion shows each week on Facebook Live. And I love that. You know, she's working it. She's having a great time. And so some of her themes, she has a different theme every single week that she does a fashion show. And some of the themes are a girl's trip and a yacht party and coffee chat. And I think that's really cute. You know, she's bringing a little a little spice to the fashion, to the fashion shows. And so even after COVID-19 ends or even after she can open up her uh, brick and mortar shop again, she wants to continue doing the virtual fashion shows because uh, right now, or not right now, but in, in the past, she was a nurse because she followed in her mom's footsteps, but she still wanted to do something in fashion because it was her passion to do fashion. And um, then she made her little shop and she's just very happy doing that. And so she, her advice is to do what you love and the money will follow. And I think that's very cute. And her shop is called Damari's Unique Boutique. And yeah, I think uh, this is a really great way and she really managed to turn something negative into something positive for her. And I think that's really nice. That's so cute. 
two totally off topic things, but her name Virginia Sharp reminds me of something that would come out of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, like Baruka Salt. And like she gives me a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory vibes. <laughs> oh like yeah, name. I know what you mean. The one with the with the squirrels. Yeah. Yeah, I she remember watching that scene as a child. I don't know. I didn't I didn't know how to process that, but I was like, yes, she's getting assaulted by squirrels. Interesting for a kid's movie. But mm-hmm. yeah. I also barely learned that brick and mortar meant a concrete building. Yeah. I never knew what that meant. I was like, okay, yeah, like whatever old saying, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, brick and mortar, like, like oh. Nodding I mean, and smiling, like, yeah. I totally It means a physical it. building. Yeah. Well, see, you learn something new every day. We love that. And so now we are going to move on to uh, my science talks, Dana's science talks. And I'm actually very intrigued by this topic. And so a Japanese robotics company has developed a smart mask that can amplify your voice and translate speech into eight different languages. And I think that's really Whoa. cool. Like, imagine you have, like, a mask and you're wow. booming. That's the ultimate power <gasps> that I want to have. And so yes. the mask is, it connects to Bluetooth. It connects to your phone via Bluetooth. And the robotics company, they developed it because they noticed that when people, like, have the glass barrier or like facial coverings, it's kind of hard to hear them, what they're saying. And so they developed it so that industry and healthcare workers can sound louder and clearer. And so I think that's really cool. And it can also, since it was made in Japan, they're translating Japanese into different languages. But I think that the technology could be applied, you know, anywhere around the world if, you know, we make the effort to do so. And so it can translate translate Japanese into Chinese, Korean, Vietnamese, Indonesian, English, Spanish, and French. And I think that's really cool. You can just, you know. Is it in real time? Yeah, it's in real time. So I think that's really cool because, you know, you can just speak any language you want with your handy dandy little mask. I think that's cool. And so in order to fund this project, they raise like a crowdfunding platform so that they can give them money. And so they raise like the yen equivalent of $265,000 in just thir- 37 minutes. And I think that's really impressive. Like, can you imagine? Dang. They'd be rich, rich for good reasons, for good reasons. Yes, rich, rich for good reasons. And yeah, I think that's really cool. Like not, I think it's like a really good, like a really good progress for a fundraiser, even especially a crowdfunding. That's really cool. And so the first 5,000 to 10,000 masks will be distributed across Japan in December. And each of the masks is expected to cost between forty to fifty dollars. And that's honestly, not bad. Yeah, for the technology, like it's honestly not that bad, especially like if you're traveling like internationally, which you shouldn't do. But if you have to do that for some <laughs> not reason, now. Yeah, not now. But if, or maybe like if you're a translator or something like that, something where you have to like use different languages, or maybe if you work in one of these industries, like the healthcare industry, and there's like a, a, a patient who speaks a different language, they can just translate it, boom, like that. And I think that's really good. So 40 to $50, honestly, isn't that bad for like this technology. I think that's really cool. Heidi, what do you think? I think it's cool. Have you ever seen those Chewbacca masks that where you, if you open your mouth, it gives you like this loud like Chewbacca noise? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. There was like this meme with like this mom yes. laughing. And- Mm-hmm. And this is yeah. what it reminds me of because I can just picture 
these Japanese nurses and doctors putting on a face mask, and every single time they open up their mouth, like and something new comes out of it. Something, something new, new comes out. out. You're not gonna be in French. I love that. I wonder how it looks. Like I, I think it would, would it be bulky because of the motor inside. Like, I don't know. Uh, it looks like a regular mask. Like you know, not like the clothing. Not like yeah, not like the cloth masks. It's kind of like you know those like shell ones that people wear, where it's like a hard shell. I don't know how else. It's like hard. Oh yeah, like, it's kind it's of a like molded that. mask. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but a little bit bulkier. But it's not like it looks like. I, I think it's made out of plastic. It just looks a little bit bulkier, but it's still, like, you can oh. stick it on your face. So. Okay. Yeah, are these, like, reusable? Like, are they yeah, reusable? reusable. I mean, it's probably, I think it's pretty sure, I'm, like, 99% sure it's made out of, like, plastic and stuff. So, I'm pretty sure it's reusable. Wow. I just can't get over the price of the mask. 40 to $50. Yeah, honestly. Here, because here they're probably sell for, like, $100. Not going to lie. So, yeah, they're gonna like mark up the price exponentially. Yeah, probably. But I think that's really cool. So yeah, so if you live in Japan for any reason, or if you I don't know want to go go find the Japanese shop or something where they sell these, or maybe even online. I don't even know. You can go ahead and buy a translating mask. Pretty cool, in my opinion. So Heidi, do you want to tell us how? We can cure our boredom, moving on to this next segment, with help and bored. Yeah, for sure. So these two things I have on my list are all food-related, which I don't have a problem with that at all. But So let's just get started with the first one. During the course of the past week, because we upload it weekly, I have been making oat milk by hand. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, how do you do that? I for sure, yeah. It, like by hand, I thought you need like a weird machine or something. Nope, I will tell you everything that you need to know today. So starting off with the reason why I wanted to make my own oat milk is because I like oat milk from the store, the brand Oatly. Have you heard of it, Oatly? No, I don't. I if I want to get like alternative milk, I usually get like almond milk. Oh, okay. Well, Oatly is sold by half gallon, and each carton is like five dollars, and oh, it's expensive. it is expensive, and it's gone within maybe four days, three days at my house because it's delicious. And I decided to try making my own because I used to make my own almond milk as well, so I was already familiar with the nut milk process and making everything by hand at home. Mm-hmm. So I don't buy almond milk. I make my own. I make my own almond milk. So I was like, hmm, I I already know how to make almond milk. So let me try oat milk. So I did my thing. I did my. I did a little research. Looked recipes online. Watched YouTube videos, and oh, it was very simple. But the only thing that people had trouble was trouble with was was that their mixture came out slimy, and that's because they blended it too much. Uh, so let me tell you the right way to make oat milk. Yes, Heidi's going to school yes, up the right, milk right now. For sure, for sure. Yes, okay. So I'm going to tell you, like, the most basic recipe. You can obviously double it or do whatever mathematical equations you want to do with it, but we're going to start simple, okay? So... We're going to have one cup of rolled oats or quick oats, 
rolled oats work better, but quick oats, it's fine. Like, I, I, I used quick oats, it's fine. You just have to blend it less. And I suggest you put them in the freeze in the freezer one hour prior to the one hour prior to making the oat milk because when you freeze it, it makes it less mushy. Because with the blender, it's a high speed blender and it's gonna heat up the mixture and it's gonna make it like oat milk, like all mushy and slimy. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you put it in the freezer beforehand so it's cold. Mm-hmm. Then. You're going to get four cups of ice-cold water. Everything has to be cold because the hotter it is, the more mushy it's going to be coming. Oh, okay. That's not it. Not a fun time. We don't want slimy milk. Disgusting. Exactly, exactly. So you're going to put all that into the blender, and you're going to blend it up for 30 seconds at the lowest setting possible because if you blend it too much, it's going to heat it up. It's going to become slimy. So... Make sure not to overdo it. So just leave it in, in the low setting and let blend up. You're going to see chunks, but it's they're good chunks. They're good chunks. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get good enough chunks. milk. Uh-huh. What? Say I'm say sorry. that again? No, nothing. I said good chunks. Okay, okay. Okay. Good chunks, good chunks. Yes, yes, yes. So then you're going to get your, your nut milk bag. They sell these everywhere. You just have to look for it. And if not, you could just use a t-shirt. Just make sure that it's not dyed because if you have a bright red t-shirt and you use that, you're going to get pink milk. So don't do not do that. Oh, forbidden pink. strawberry milk. For, it's forbidden strawberry milk. I love that. Yeah. So you're going to just put it into your nut milk bag and you're going to let it, let, let the liquid pour out. And once you see that there's not that much liquid pouring out, you can s- slowly squeeze it, but don't overdo it because then the starches are going to leak and then it's going to become slimy. So... Just let it pour out, squeeze it a little bit, but don't overdo it. And then that's it. That is literally it. And if you want to spice up your oat milk, you're gonna you want to add maple syrup, honey, or whatever sweetener you want, sugar, whatever, to have it some flavor. Yeah. And you could add a pinch of salt, a pinch of salt, Mm -hmm. and that's good. Salt and milk. So it's like for like the flavor. Yeah, it's for flavor. You could taste the difference. It adds like a little bit of flavor interesting salty milk i'll look into it (laughs) yes 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 please look into it and today i put cinnamon in it and it tastes really good if you want extra extra flavor see the extra spice we love to see it extra spice yes spicy milk yeah i know you're talking about how salt it's weird to put into milk and i thought that first at two so the first time i made it i did not put any salt in it and I'm like, mm, it's good. But the second I added the salt, oh, it tasted so much better. It's a pinch of salt. Interesting. Another thing that you can do if you're bored during quarantine, well, we aren't really quarantined right now, but if you're just bored in general, you know, you can't really go outside that much. So if you're just bored in general, something that you can do is that you can color. And I know it sounds like a very childish thing to do, but it's actually like really relaxing, especially if you like put on music and you just, you know, coloring you know it's a great way to just relax and pass a bit of time get in your feels yeah get in your feels you know cure your boredom and I know that there's like adult coloring books not like in a weird way like um (laughs) not in that way way, where everything's like very small like it's very like the designs are very detailed like instead of like coloring santa claus like in kids book you have to color like this uh hummingbird inside uh, a picasso painting i don't know it's just very like detailed 
but I don't like doing those types of coloring because they stress me out more than they calm me down. So I recommend getting like a like a baby children's coloring book just because like it's like it brings you back to your childhood and you don't have to color in these tiny tiny dots and then make sure that all of the colors are well mixed like you can just color you can just color Santa Claus and be happy with that you know and that's what I do and I know it's kind of like uh contradicting almost I guess but I just don't like having to color in the teeny tiny little things because it stresses me out and it takes forever to do it I just want something you know quick you know over and out in and out sorry Dana has no patience I have no patience well no I do I do have patience for things like this like I do have patience but I just don't like coloring the tiny things because it's just irritating to me like I get mad so I don't know if that's the same thing for you. If you consider yourself an artsy person, it's probably the opposite. But if you don't consider yourself an artsy person like me, get like a kid's coloring book because it's very therapeutic and I like it a lot. Oh, yes. And I've also heard that you can donate if you don't want to keep your artwork, obviously, but you can donate them to children in hospitals and they look at these drawings. I don't know. That's just an idea for maybe if you make too much drawings I mean too much colorings but I thought I think that's a good way to also provide but yeah that's a great way to you know de-stress and unwind and take care of yourself because it's very important mental health yes. is very important take care of yourself and in no way am I telling Dana to give away her artwork it was just an idea that came into mind <laughs> this is not artwork this is just me coloring Santa Claus but I love in the middle of summer but you know what? I'm having a good time. So that is all. So Heidi, do you want to end today with our motivational quote? This is a special one today. Yeah. So today I decided to do something like a funnier quote because I feel like all of like me and Dana's quotes are usually pretty serious of serious matter. And today I thought that we needed the laughs. So I don't know who said this, unfortunately. If not, I would credit them for their wonderful quote. But yes, they said... I may look like a potato now, but one day I'll turn into fries and you'll want me then. Yes, we love the attitude. Say it. Go. Go, girl. Give us everything. I love her energy. Go through the metamorphosis. Go to a metamorphosis. Great. A fry metamorphosis. I love that. Yes, yes, yes. Well, so that ends today's episode, right, Dana? Or do you have anything else to say? No, that is all. Thank you for listening to our great commentary and Heidi can tell you more about where to visit us yeah so we have a website where we can where where we do upload all of these sites that we get these wonderful news stories from and if you want to read more or listen more or look at more because we do all types of good news you can go check out our website which is linked in our description and you can also check out our instagram at funtimeswdh to see some fun memes and to know when we upload our next episode yes you should definitely follow us the memes are top tier and hand they're handpicked by us that's how you know they're you know that that's how you know that they're the best because they were handpicked by dana and heidi period well goodbye guys next time goodbye Bye. bye yay